the one cup challenge. What is it and how is it going to change the world? Check it out on today's Peace Walker podcast. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level. Craig Gray here, Peace Walker Podcast. You're on episode 130, the One Cup Challenge. What is it and how is it going to change the world? So the One Cup Challenge I came up with as a little project. And how I came up with it was, I don't know, several years ago, I was up north doing helping with a seminar. A uh, friend of mine, Peace Walker member, Kobe Taylor, who's also a Krav Maga instructor up in Traverse City, Michigan, he uh, brought in Moshe Katz from Israeli Krav International. And Moshe and I know have known one another for, I don't know, a long time, probably 15 years, something like that. I think since 2007, um, so whatever that is. I think it's 15 years, but, um, and I've seen Moshe develop over the years. You know, he's, he's Jewish and he teaches Krav Maga and he lives in Israel just outside of, of Jerusalem on the West Bank there. And, uh, you know, he has, he has, he's had opinions on like Arabs and Palestinians and Muslims and so forth. And they all haven't been always that flattering uh, but I've really seen him evolve over the years to be more understanding and compassionate and open. He still has convictions, we all do. And, you know, living in that environment, as you probably know, whether firsthand or, you know, through the news or whatever, but, you know, those communities, the Jewish communities and the Arabic communities do not get along all the time. And Moshe had reflected that um, sentiment because he knows people who've been hurt and killed from terrorists. Um, So being in that environment, it's easy to have a strong opinion. But as Moshe has, uh, like I said, he's, he's evolved over the years to still be vigilant and but also to be open to human beings and be able to separate someone's value as a human being from their behaviors and beliefs and so forth. And that would be a whole different conversation, a good one over coffee, tea, or another type of a one cup challenge. (laughs) And uh, it's just been cool seeing Moshe change over the years, probably because um, he got out more. He got out into the world more. He has a Krav Maga organization that uh, stems, I don't know how many countries, dozens of countries. And for the past 25 years, 20 years, whatever it might be, 
at least 20, if not more. He has traveled all over the world to teach people how to be better protectors, to, to how to defend themselves under physical threats. And he goes to a lot of different countries and a lot of different beliefs, right? There's a lot of different people that he comes in contact with and who are part of his organization that have different beliefs than he does. So he's had to grow. Um, he also has not gone through the Peace Walker stuff, but we have done some seminars in the past um, together, and I would teach some of the Peace Walker stuff, and he would teach some of his Krav Maga from IKI. And uh, so he was exposed to some of that, and also me over the years. Um, but one time, several years ago, Kobe had brought Moshe up to do a seminar up in Traverse City. And one of the people at the seminar had a question for Moshe. And the question was, Moshe, do you think that the Jewish and Muslim people will ever reconcile things? You know, do you think the situation will ever get better? And he asked him what his thoughts were regarding the resolution between those two communities, if there would ever be peace. And Moshe said that he didn't think that any type of resolution would come from political or government intervention, at least not at the beginning. He said he believed that peace would only come one coffee at a time, meaning that people getting together to know one another and seeing beyond their differences to build a relationship one person at a time by getting together over coffee and sharing stories and, and learning about one another and, and getting beyond their relative differences. And I remember hearing that and I was, I was in awe to, to see and hear how far his perspectives had come and how he views things just like his Krav Maga. He views things in a simplistic manner, in a good way. That's a compliment. To not overcomplicate it. It's a simple thing. Two people getting to know each other, cutting through the differences and seeing each other as human beings, sharing stories. That's something everybody can do something you can do, something I can do, something he has done. Because I've been over to Israel with him several times, and he has Arabic friends. He does business with the Bedouins who are a Muslim community. But yet he is still vigilant on teaching people how to protect themselves from terrorists, right? Meaning that they're not synonymous. And that there are human beings behind our beliefs. So that conversation really struck me. And I wrote about it in my book, which has not been published. <laughs> You'll be the first to know. But I also, a few years ago, decided to put together this little pet project I had called the One Cup Challenge. And I've finally, I finally, I'd mentioned it a couple times in some of my almost daily emails and in my blog, I think. 
But this year is the first time I kind of put the official challenge out. I made a Facebook page about it and I kind of put the, not the rules, but the kind of outline of what it might look like. So the idea is get off the social media for a second. Go find someone who maybe looks different than you. Maybe you know that they believe differently than you. They have different political beliefs or religious beliefs or they come from a different ethnicity. You know, you're white and they're black or, you know, they're Hispanic and, and you're Asian. You know, whatever it may be. Find somebody different and ask them out for coffee. So invite them to sit down and talk. And, and just listen, connect. Don't try to convince them of anything. Just try to listen and talk about the things that maybe you have in common. Get to the bottom of our humanity connect. So step one is invite someone who you think has different views and backgrounds than you, invite them to coffee and listen, connect with them. Step two is post a picture and a notable moment on your social media, hashtag it one cup challenge. And I've got a, I've got a site that I put up. It's a little Facebook group, which I hate Facebook, but it serves this purpose. And the, the URL is way too long to, to put up here, but I'll put it in the uh, notes. So check the notes out and you can click on the link and then you can post, you can see what other people do, are doing and you can post a picture and a little blurb of um, your meeting with the, the person to have um, that you had coffee with. And then the third step is ask someone else to take the challenge. So how does this change the world? Well, it changes the world one conversation at a time, one person at a time, one coffee at a time, and that ripple effect will spread out everywhere. Do you know who Mother Teresa is, Sister Mother Teresa? So she had a great quote, and let me find it here. She had a situation where an interview a reporter was interviewing her and he kind of scoffed at her like, well, you're kind of out here in the middle of nowhere. How do you think you're going to make any difference? Do you really think that you can make a big difference in the world by tending to these people like you do? And she said something very profound. I'm going to try to find the quote here so I don't totally slaughter it. Uh, let's see here. It kind of remi reminded me of the uh, starfish story. If you don't know what that is, check it out. But so here is what Mother Teresa said. And it was very humble, but very profound in the same way. She said, I alone cannot change the world, but I can cast a stone across the water to create many ripples. And that's what that coffee is doing with that conversation, 
with that other person who you don't see eye to eye with. You see, we have a tendency to stay with people who we know and who we like and who are like us. Believe like us, look like us, act like us, same beliefs as us, and so forth. So to do that, it's still good to connect with people, but go connect with somebody who's not like you and, and don't try to argue and debate and convince. Listen, share, connect. Have some real conversations. But before you have any real debates or anything, get to know them as a person and respect them as a human being. Even if you don't respect their beliefs or even if you don't respect their what they do, but try to respect who they are and separate their beliefs and their behaviors from them as human beings. And my guess is you'll find more in common with this person than the differences. And maybe that will help to bridge the gap. Maybe you'll cast that stone. Maybe that ripple will spread across the world and change things that you don't even know about. So that is the one cup challenge. So go out there. Find someone that isn't like you. Ask them to coffee. Listen, connect with them. And then take a picture, take a selfie of you two, and write a little blurb about it, about the things that you learned, what you liked about getting together, things that you had in common. Hashtag one cup challenge. Put it on your social media. And jump on our Facebook group and post it on the group. I know there's uh we're nearing Christmas here, so the month's probably almost over, but there's still time. And it doesn't have to just occur in this month. I mean the original challenge was was to do it within the month of December, but this challenge quite frankly can go on throughout the year. But I hope you have a wonderful Christmas or Hanukkah or Festivus for the rest of us or whatever it is that you that you uh, believe in. But make sure you reach out goodwill towards mankind and try this one cup challenge. You may be surprised on how much change it can inspire. So there you go. Have a great day. Thanks for joining me on the episode. Go out and take that challenge, and I'll catch you next time. Take care. The question is, in today's day and age, how do you protect yourself, your family, and your community more effectively? Well, my name is Craig Gray, and today on the Peace Walker podcast, we're going to answer those questions and a whole bunch more. You're going to learn the power of protection, the art of influence, and the confidence of clarity as you build a protector's lifestyle to live, to protect, and to inspire at a whole new level.